Welcome to Mind All Over. This is episode three. I'm Lily. And I'm Cor. And um, today we're going to be talking about mental health. Um, what do you think about mental health? Um, I think it's really important to acknowledge it. Yeah. Well, I agree with you. And uh, there are a lot of reasons why I think it's so important to talk about it. Like, number one, there's this, like, taboo stigma type thing attached to it. Um, I also think people just don't understand what it is. And um, what Carr said with acknowledging it. Something I've learned personally is definitely, like, I think a lot of people try to um, push it away and ignore it and pretend it's not there. Um, Or they just say, like, oh, I'm just crazy. Like, I'm just acting crazy or something. And, like, that's more harmful than just acknowledging the fact that something's going on and working with it, and working your way through it. Um, So I think that's super important. Uh, So yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about today. (laughs) You're just nodding. Um, I wanted to pretty much go over a few different things that we, that I think about when I think of mental health. And First of all, I want to say, if you're going through something, it's fine. You're not alone. And there are so many ways to get help and to work through it. And most of the time, let's say even if you have a diagnosis, it's not a permanent thing. Like, you can absolutely work through it and, like, you know, live a, live a totally normal life and feel happy and get through it. Like, it's not something that, like, you're what, just doomed. What about if you're, like, really... Because it's a spectrum, like, really, yeah. like, whatever disorder or illness or whatever that you have uh, mm-hmm. mentally. And not even just, like, d- disorder or illness, but, like, you know, people who have depression have it on different levels. And, yeah. like, some people take medication for it and some people don't. So it's, like, do you think you could get better as, like, let's say, like, what if you have, like, schizophrenia? So let's say you're, like, really severe. There could be somebody who is really severe and they never get better, even with medication and therapy and time. Like, some people won't. Some people will get worse. Some people will get better within a short time some people it'll take a really long time but they will get better it just honestly depends on the person and the severity and it's almost like a fingerprint your mental health and your mental state just like your body like just like your anatomy like it's you nobody else is going to be the same um right but what we're um going to cover mostly is what we can speak for which is actually just kind of like Personal stuff. Personal, well, it's not just that, but, like, depression and stuff like that. Because, like, you were saying that we can, um, you can get better, but you can't always get better when you have something so serious. But ours isn't how we feel mentally. This is not making any sense. Well, ours, 
I think what what we go through aren't like severe cases, so I can't talk about severe cases because I'm not going through that. Is that kind of what you mean? Like yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. So, um, I I think I I think I want to get pretty personal with it because I'm just like I don't think hiding it is going to be helpful to anyone, including my own self and. Um, you know, Car and I were talking about this earlier, like, your mental health takes a complete toll on everything else if it's poor. So, like, if you are depressed, for example, and it's pretty, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, it's like an 8. That's pretty high. Um, you know, it'll affect different people different ways, whether it's, like, not eating enough, eating too much, not keeping up with your hygiene, not being motivated to show up to your job, like, it can definitely take a toll socially, mentally, and physically. And, you know, so I think we... So really we're going to be talking about mental health, not, like, mental illnesses, like, um... Yeah. All that, because we're not psychologists. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think I am, but I'm not yet, so we'll we'll see, but... I'm an anthropologist. <laughs> there you go um yeah so so let's mix our culture and um psychology knowledge i guess in we this do that. and then also personal stories and stuff um so i was also talking to car about this um really quick before we kind of get into personal stuff um was talking about how it's kind of taboo and people kind of glamorize the whole thing same way with like drug use and crime and stuff like that people like in show like in the media and shows and stuff they kind of glamorize it and I'm not a fan of that I think it's the wrong way to portray it um and a lot of shows where like the like teenagers are the audience I notice it a lot where they kind of just make it make it out to be something that's like sought after or something. Yeah, it's almost like, like oh, like, that girl's edgy. She's mm-hmm. like emo. Yeah. Like, okay, but like she's going through things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it gets really dark for a lot of people, and it takes a huge toll on people's lives. And recently, um, there was a show that we watched, and I was watching an interview with the woman who plays the mom in the show and she said something along the lines of um I wrote it down because it was so beautiful I thought she said the horror genre is a beautiful way to talk about the real things that we don't usually get to talk about um and you'll notice in a lot of like horror films there is a lot of mental health um like psycho and the shining and everything yeah it's just it's all like psychological um, yeah which are the best Basically. They're my favorite. They're the best. Those are two of my favorite movies of all time. Because um, monsters can be scary, but to a point. Because yeah. it's more... I feel like it's... To me, it's scarier when a movie or show, like... It's scarier when it's, like, something that could be real. Yeah. Like, mental illness, mental health is very real. I mean, mental health, obviously. But, like, it's a very real thing. And, like, you... Some people, like... Um get diagnosed like later on in life or like they mm-hmm. get um I don't know <laughs> I don't know whatever 
Um, so, anyway. <laughs> what were you trying to say? I don't know. I'm trying to, like, clar- like find clarity um, in what you're trying to say. Because I know it's, like, difficult to kind of articulate, like, how we... F- it's it's easy to connect the the way you feel about it to something, but it's hard to like find the words to kind of explain. So, um, speaking of like all these psychological thrillers and stuff, uh, they just like with monsters. I feel like the scariest monsters are people because they are real. You know what I mean? And so like. These characters are based off people who have... You can look at it two ways. Well, it's scarier to see something, I feel like, with a serial killer than it is with a monster. (laughs) Yeah, because the serial killer is a very real thing that's happened before and is still happening in different places. It's like when I see these movies and I'm just like, oh, like, this monster is only after this one family. Like, that's that's not gonna happen (laughs) to me. But, like, when it's just a serial killer going off random people... it's, it's scary. Yeah. And, you know, I was trying to say, like, you can look at it two different ways. I mean, I still get scared of the monsters regardless, because I'm just, like, a pussy when it comes to, like, any (laughs) horror film, but... Yeah. What, regardless. Um, so, I don't want to sound like I'm saying that it's okay to make mental illness look scary, because in most cases, it's not, like, people who are mentally ill or have mental health issues are not violent scary people it's really just their own issue and they keep it to themselves for the most part so I don't want it to seem like I'm trying to glamorize it either I'm not but I think that horror films specifically and psychological thrillers pay tribute to those underlying like fears and emotions and things that go on in our psyche and like they kind of try to like poke at it you know so well let's talk about mental health yeah so keeping up with your mental health is super important like we talked about it can affect if it's poor it can affect you physically socially completely completely I feel like it was you know because I I felt like I ignored it for a really long time I screwed up a lot of like relationships and friendships I had growing up Mm -hmm. because I just was not aware of how like I didn't really pay attention to how I was feeling yeah um as much as I should have and like what I was thinking and I, I don't know it just like didn't click Mm-hmm. For me to like be like, oh, you know, I should be taking care of myself. I shouldn't be such a doormat and like have yeah. these friends walking all over me. And I shouldn't be like in this relationship when I'm not ready to be like, mm-hmm. I need to be alone. Like all this stuff. And I just never like, I feel like I, I gave into this like societal like, oh, you should be in a relationship or you should, you know, always go out with your friends or whatever. But it's like, I just wasn't that kind of person. Yeah. Or, like, I wasn't ready for some things that I did. Mm-hmm. And that, like, took a toll on, on, like, my mental health, I feel like, because I just ended up, like, screwing up a lot until I finally, like, in college, I was like, I need to control <laughs> yeah. what's going on because my temper got really bad Yeah. also because I was, like, holding everything in. Yeah, totally. It's not healthy at all to hold things in and, like, 
it's so important to find like healthy outlets like whether that's music or writing or exercising or like a sport or art Art. or something (laughs) something that is a good healthy outlet um a lot of the time when people do turn to like drugs or self-harm it's because they're holding it in yeah abuse they're holding it in or they're taking it out on someone because they're not letting it out and expressing it and um you know it just manifests and it stays inside of you and kind of just just gets worse and worse and gets uh, it makes you like uglier and uglier yeah and so what's important to do and i mentioned it earlier and you said also is to acknowledge it but also don't let it take over you like acknowledge it but don't let it absorb you and become who you are like your mental health your mental health and if you're you've been diagnosed with a mental illness that's not who you are like you shouldn't like use it as like an excuse really you have to you have to continuously be working on it and obviously you're gonna have good and bad days but um you can't just be like you know it's like when people are like oh like I'm just temperamental because I I'm an Aries like no like shut up like work on yourself stop doing stop being annoying yeah it's not your astrological Uh, sign I'm just lazy because I'm this and it's like no like you can definitely I just said defin definitely (laughs) definitely no yeah you can definitely um live your best life (laughs) yeah be a better you yeah um yeah and instead of like hating your mental health or your mental illness or whatever i don't i know you don't want to talk about illnesses but let's say you've been diagnosed with depression or you struggle with anxiety or something like it's very important not to be like i hate that about myself it's it's just as harmful as saying like you hate your body your weight or your or something like sexuality or anything it's just something it's like, a part of you yeah and it's very important to not bash on it and to kind of be like okay i accept that this is part of me but i'm not going to let it take over me i'm not going to let exactly. it define me i'm not going to let it stop me from and like living me my life. personally i'm the type of person who um who thinks that like a lot of things in your life is just kind of meant to be there mm-hmm. so you know if you have Obviously, not everything has an explanation. Like, some things mm-hmm. are just bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go into that. But, like... Was that English? But <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go into that. But um, anxiety or, like, depression, I feel like can... If you work with it, yeah. it can make you more well-rounded. Oh, for it sure. It can make you stronger of a person. Like, um, you just your worldview is just like different i don't know you just like you you think more i feel like you have more empathy because yeah. you feel something that you feel like you're like oh you know this person feels it too and now you have more like you're more empathetic with that person and all that it's almost like working in service industry the service industry or like mm. retail where you yeah. just then we like go to restaurant because we're used to that where you like people can be so rude to us mm-hmm. for no freaking reason there's just like a stick up their ass they're taking it out on us whatever yeah. Um, so then when we go, like, talk to, when we go to a restaurant or something, we're really nice to them. Yeah, because you just, you just, anything you learn from, you, you look at it and you're like, that's not cool, I'm not going to be part of that. Yeah. So, absolutely. Um, and also another thing is, like, 
with the whole stigma um, with mental illness or poor mental health or whatever, um, a lot of people, like, don't really, like, it's not acknowledged as much because it's not physically there. You can see if somebody has a disability, like, they're either in a wheelchair or they, um, you know, they use some kind of, they need help with something or they, they have, you know, they it's take medication, anything it. like that. It's more physical. You can see it. Sorry, Belle is distracting me because I'm trying to, like, wait for her to be quiet. I don't know if you can hear her in the background, but sorry. Um, so... A lot of people, like, they'll say with mental illness, oh, it's an invisible disease or something like that. But, like, it's only invisible if you let it to be that way. So if you talk about it and if you, like, are open about it and you are, like, seeking help and all that, like, it's not invisible until you, unless you suppress it and, like, act like it's not there. So acknowledging it, talking about it. Making it something that is as normal as somebody who walks around with a disability, like, that's very important to do. But it's not, it's not even with, like, mental illness. Mm -hmm. See, that's why I'm trying to talk about mental health, because with me, like, trying to basically come out as trans, like... (laughs) You just said that. Yeah. Of all these millions of people who listen to our podcast. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) So, um, that... See everything you were just saying. Like people think it's like invisible. Like 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 how do you explain? Like I just feel this way. Like because it's it a just, feeling. It's a feeling, but it's like yeah. and everybody's different. And like you know, it's again, it's a spectrum. But like with me, it's just like I don't even know how to explain it. I just feel this way. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean it's not there. Well, that's the thing, and like, people say like because it's a feeling. It's not valid. Where like as if you can actually see an issue with yeah, something, feel like then oh yeah, there it's like a fact. Like oh, yeah. that person definitely has this handicap. Like right. they can't. And then I don't want to go into religion, but mm, you know, you don't really see. I'm not gonna go into it. No, I'm not no, gonna go no. into Let's it. But I'm just saying, if <laughs> if you want to say the whole like oh I have to see it to believe it, then you gotta like check yourself. You gotta check yourself before you're like that. Anyway, <laughs> um, you know, we're not going to get into that. That's a t- completely different topic we're never going to acknowledge. No. <laughs> um, so, you know, do you. But what you? I was trying to say is just, like, with, like, the whole, like, suppressing it, like, for example, with my mental health, with, like, the um, feeling um, trans, um, I feel like I've been suppressing it for years, mm-hmm. and it... I feel like now that I've been acknowledging it, I've been more, like, I've been happier. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, let me sit down with myself and think and talk this through to figure it out. And Mm -hmm. it's instead of just ignoring it and being like, oh, that's not me, that's not me, like, whatever. That's just, like, a weird thought that comes up every once in a while, even though it's been happening for years, and I've been ignoring it. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's the same with, like, depression or anything. It's like, oh, I just feel down today. But it's like, no, like, why do you feel down? Like, yeah. what's going on? What what do you need to change in your life so that you can feel better? Yeah. You got to start acknowledging that stuff if you're, like, really down all the time. And if you're just, like, sleeping and napping. Well, sleeping and napping, same thing, right? Mm-hmm. If you're just sleeping and, like, overeating, undereating, whatever, you have to ask yourself why. Yeah. Well, a lot of that has to do with acceptance. Okay. And with acceptance comes relief, I think. So, it's yeah, like... Another thing is overspending. Well, any any extreme 
behavior and any, like, mm, lack of care for yourself and kind of, like, um, not abandoning yourself, but just, like, neglecting yourself is the better word there. Like, any neglect or negative self-talk or anything where you're, like, not treating yourself the way you should be treating yourself and taking care of yourself, it's, it's a sign that you're not okay and you gotta, like, it's not a permanent thing. You're gonna, you are most likely going to be able to get out of that and, you know, move on from it, but... But it's, it's like what I, I think we were talking about it the other day with, like, um, that whole, uh, temporary satisfaction where yeah. you just, um, you're kind of, like, so down in your life, but you, like, go out and you'll buy, like, a new TV mm-hmm. or whatever, or you'll go out, go, go out, you're gonna go, <laughs> you're gonna go out with your friends and have, like, 50 drinks, but then you, like, it's, like, it's temporary and it's, like, okay, you're still upset the next day why are you upset like you can't keep doing this whole like temporary satisfaction thing like you got to figure out obviously no one's gonna be like happy constantly in their life like no that's, that's just n- completely unrealistic completely unrealistic but you could be happier than like you're upset if you try to figure out what's going on yeah because we're we can always be better we can always improve and if you don't acknowledge the things that you can improve on, then what is there to really do anymore? Like, what is there... You know what I mean? Like, if you don't set goals in life, if you don't try to get better and better at different things, then you just kind of, like, are stagnant. Like, you're not going to feel great. So, it's important to definitely make sure you're like really kind of at the end of the at the end of every day kind of like ask yourself like how are you doing like what's going on with you what did I do better today than before even if it's like a small step like oh like let's say you really like writing and you never write Mm -hmm. and then like you're like okay I wrote like one paragraph today or I wrote one poem or a line for a poem at least like to start bettering yourself and being and like see how that makes you feel like if that makes you feel better, then you're going to start doing it more because you want that feeling. Yeah. And then try to get yourself to do that more. Like, make a habit of it where you're, like... Or even if it, even if it's as simple as, like, a gratitude journal. Yeah. Or I was going to say, even if it's as simple as, like... Like, I just want to eat better. Yeah. It's not even, like, a I love cooking or, like, I want to lose all this weight. It's just, like, I just feel better when I eat like when I don't eat bacon or something and then you don't eat bacon yeah and then you just feel better and you have all the control over that stuff like those little things that are going to kind of improve your life and at least help you take the first few steps to kind of change what's bothering you um so yeah I think we've talked enough about accepting it and acknowledging it but I do kind of want to get into like some personal stories I think if you're okay with that um so this might get pretty dark because that's just the reality of mental health and you know it's gonna and mental illness it's going to go up and down it's a roller coaster if you've struggled with mental illness or you know Anything along those lines. Not taking care of your mental health, basically. Not taking care of your mental health, but also, you know, with mental illness, you can't help that. It's not, it's not like, 
It's not like, oh, I forgot to brush my teeth, so now my teeth are, and like, now no, my breath No, I get it. Stinks. We have good it's days like, and bad days. It's, it's genetic. It's, it's chemical. It's everything. Like, yeah. So, personally, and I really don't mind talking about this because it's in the past and it's also the present and I just feel like it's important for me and in general, for everyone listening, for anybody who needs to hear it. Uh, so, I personally have been diagnosed with so many different things and I don't really like diagnoses. I don't like them. I think that people take them the wrong way and then define themselves by their quote-unquote diseases, uh, disorders. I, I don't like it, but me being diagnosed, me having been diagnosed <laughs> with these things has kind of helped me better understand myself because once I decided to drop this definition of myself as being a mentally ill person or a sick person or a crazy person, I realized I'm just a person. Right. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, my genetics gave me this predisposition to have these issues, but it's not something that's going to absorb me and and basically, like, define me. Like, that's not who I am. I'm just myself, and this comes with me, but it can definitely be controlled. So, I'm definitely in a better place now, but in the past, before I realized all this stuff, it really affected me badly. Um, because... When you do have mental illness, and I'll tell you a few of my diagnoses, um, for example, bipolar disorder and borderline personality disorder, which is not to be confused with dissociative identity disorder or multiple personality. A lot so of people, if anybody even knows what that is. No, no, people know it, but I, most people know it like the movie Split. They think it's called multiple personality disorder. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not called DID, dissociative identity mm -hmm. disorder, but... When people hear borderline personality disorder, they think I'm talking about that. I even thought that's what she told me. When I, when she, when my psychiatrist told me that, I was like, wait, what did you just say to me? Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't have, I don't have different, uh... Or do you? Oh, <laughs> this is going to get a little crazy. No, I do not. Um, <laughs> can you imagine if we're all, like, completely unaware of, like, how we actually are? All of us? Like, everyone? Everyone has just, like, all these... No, I'm like just four saying, different like, lives. Like oh I, oh my god, <laughs> that's just like maybe that's why I'm so tired every day because I'm like going off doing something else. And you're unaware of it. I'm unaware of it. Like I'm just like. I mean, will we ever really know? Maybe I have like thirty kids with like some guy somewhere. <laughs> Yo, that's no, not at all. The worst thing I've ever thought of. <laughs> I would never. I would never any oh of those god. things. Mm -mm. Anyway, so. I forgot what I, where I was going with this, but do you remember? I was saying, like, those are my diagnoses. I think you're just trying to go into, like, how basically the story of what happened and how you got out of it. Yeah, okay, well, I was also diagnosed with EDNOS, which is eating disorder not otherwise specified, um, depression and general anxiety, uh... Those are pretty much the basic, the main things. And I don't walk around saying 
that I'm mentally ill or I don't really label myself as a bipolar person because I don't believe I am. I, yes, I have Everybody has symptoms some, like... of these things, but I don't like to say I'm bipolar because I think I've worked past that. And as I said, like with different disorders, you can definitely get past them. It's not something that's going to like take over your life. Of course I have my manic episodes or my depressed my depressive episodes where I'm like really full of energy and like ready to take on the day and then you know a a few hours later I'm more depressed than I can even explain but it's not an often thing Carr has lived with me for the past what three years four years I think you lived with me how long have I known you (laughs) long time but we've been together for a freaking while now. It's not just you though, it's me, you know. No, 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 but I'm saying, have you personally seen major episodes from me or What? No, no. I've seen be- an improvement because, you know, when I first met you, if it's fine for me to say this, you were on like a lot of medication and yeah. you were worse. But yeah. once you got like off, like you got off of all that, mm-hmm. you and like started being like I'm not because I feel like when I met you, you kind of were like, "Oh, well, yeah, I have this." Yeah. I'm this and when uh, a little after we started dating you and you got like off of all that you were like wow I'm not, I'm really not like my mental disorders no. and stuff and I just have you had to, you had to get out of that like stop thinking about yourself like you're those things again I had to realize that it's not my name like it's not it's not gonna you know it's I mean? not to, like it's like me dating you you know yeah I, I'm not like that's, you're just an aspect of my life, but you aren't. Yeah, you don't have to go to a freaking job interview and say like, "Hey, I'm bipolar and no. gay." <laughs> like, That's what you don't I'm have saying. to say it's anything not, like that. It's like, not. It's my you, name. but it's not. It's an aspect. It's a part yeah. of me, but it it's a trait. But it's make, not. It's not what makes me who I am. Yeah. It just is a little aspect of it, and anyway, yeah. So, like Car said, I was on a lot of medication, a lot for a few years and uh, you know on and off and I was seeing so many different people I ended up in a treatment center for eating disorders I was um self-harming I was in a uh, I'd say the worst thing that really helped me kind of snap out of it was um I'm not gonna get too into it but I was in like a behavioral health facility, mental health facility, um, aka like psychiatric hospital. Aka also what like funded and run by the government, so it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, that's another thing I wanted to talk about was just the state of these places, these institutions. Because it's, no it's, one like oh really acknowledges mental health or I mean mental like illness or anything. Think of like a real life horror story. I have that for you. Like, being in this facility, I was there for two days, I believe. So bad. But I don't want to get into, like, the whole story. I really don't. And that's unnecessary, too. But basically, I remember you telling me that you just didn't belong there. I just, as soon as I was in there, I didn't belong there. I was holding the little plastic, like, rubber pen, like, writing, like, filling out a paper. And I'm just like... What this am is I doing? this is not necessary for yeah. me. <laughs> like, yeah. 
And I feel like a lot of people who were but in then there, you also got, you know, that insight of, like, how ugly it is. It's like, hideous. It's disgusting what, like, they... Like, there are people there. Like, they're yeah. people. And they it, treat them like... Trash. Trash. Disposable. Yeah. And, like, it's so ugly. I mean, and that's, that's, like, how I feel like some customers treat me <laughs> at my job. Yeah. Like... I promise it's so much worse. Oh, no, I'm sure it's it is, so but I'm bad. just saying, like, like, people, like, don't care for each other. It's to the point where they don't, they don't even listen to them talk anymore. They just, they don't listen to anything they have to say because they think they're just crazy and it's all bullshit. And it's like, that's a human being and they're trying to communicate with you. And I don't want to keep talking about it too much, but it's definitely important to... <laughs> You okay? <laughs> I just had to sneeze, but I didn't want to in the podcast, so <laughs> I stopped myself. I just look over and I it's see the this ugliest face. face in the world. Yeah, I know that like pre-sneeze face. You know, I sneezed twice on the way to work the other day. Oh, really? That's a side note, but that's so dangerous. Yeah, my eyes closed. It's on involuntary. I couldn't. I was just. <laughs> yeah, it was just, I know. It's bad. It's alright. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I'm alive. You're alive. Thank goodness. But. Oof. Um, yeah, it was a huge wake-up call for me. Basically, there were a lot of different things that led up to this situation that happened in my life. And when I got out of there, I was still taking medication. I was still seeing a psychiatrist and a psychologist and a nutritionist. And I was just like, you know, this is enough. Like, I don't belong there. I'm not a fucking crazy person. Sorry. I'm not my illness I'm not gonna end up in a place like that ever again and so slowly I just started to you know come back to your senses yeah Yeah. just re like realize I had this like compassion for myself and realize like you're not like I feel like when you get that diagnosis you feel like you're just doomed to be this like some people okay for me yeah And I think for a lot of other people, but I'll speak for myself, I felt like, okay, well, that's my life. I'm sick. I'm unhealthy. I'm never going to be able to do anything. I'm I'm effed up. It is funny you think of it that way, though, because there are people who get diagnosed with, like, cancer, and they do get better. Yeah. And I feel like they probably think, like, um, this is is it. Like, this is the big see whatever but a lot of people actually do recover from it you know well there's always a fight and yeah if you well that's what i'm saying if, it, with you i feel like you didn't fight it at first and then you started fighting it and then i it was got better. trying to and all the different i was trying to find it in other people to fix me yeah i feel like a lot of people definitely do that and i know i, did I that. didn't realize that i had the strength to do it yeah <laughs> no, um, but I, really, it's... Uh, I feel like I, I did that, like, looking I, for it did. in other people. I mean, that's why I was, like, a serial dater. It was terrible. I think, I think you did, but you also finally found it in you to do it yourself. And I think once you do... It's the same with, like, a drug addict or, like, a, an, any addict. Just I mean, we can't really recovering. speak for drug addicts that much, but... I mean, yeah. my uncle, through conversations with him, he's told me... And sorry to put you on blast, but he's never going to listen to this. Anyway, um... He literally said to me, until he, until he wanted to do it, 
Yeah, that's no always one what it could. Is. T- yeah, you really can't. It's the same with advice. Like telling, it's like you know, I've had friends be like, "Oh, my my girlfriend is like so annoying and blah blah like over and over and over," and I give them this advice like, "Okay, well maybe you guys should you know, talk, call it quits, you know, call it quits, or like you know, talk about it and like mm-hmm. say how you're feeling." But or, until he or she decides, but to no do one it. ever listens. No one, no one will ever take your damn advice. Like they just don't because until pe- they until they feel like. Okay, I'm gonna do this, and I'm guilty of that completely. We all are. People have definitely told me like, "Hey, you shouldn't do that. That's like totally wrong." And I'm like, "Nah, fuck you. I'm gonna do it." And then, Mm. you know, I sorry fall flat on my face. But yeah, I mean, we're all flawed. But regardless, you it once you get to that point where you're like, "I want to get better," Mm -hmm. you it's hard, but you have to stick to the you have to stick to it. Um, and you're just going to keep feeling better and better uh-huh. the more you work on yourself and your mental health. Totally. And it's really rewarding and, like, shows you how strong you are as a person. Like, as human beings, we're all very resilient and, like, we all adapt really well um, to different things as long as you allow yourself to. And, like, I think once you, once you look at, like, if, okay... Once I stopped looking at my disorders or whatever you want to call it and my mental health as like a handicap and something that was ruining my life, once I stopped seeing it that way, I really just was like, this is just part of me and I can really turn it into a positive thing. And like, I think you, Car, you probably feel the same exact way, like... With depression, yeah, anxiety. I've had like um, really bad. Um, I mean the depression. I've never been like diagnosed. I've never been to like a psychologist, mm-hmm. psychiatrist, any of them. But yeah. um, I definitely know I've been depressed like my whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I like it's on and off. I'm I'm like in depression, then I'm out, then I'm in. But yeah. I feel like it's always there lingu- lingering, and I feel like, um, what, what was the question you asked me? Um, like, if you feel, I don't really remember what I said, I think I was just asking if you feel like, really, um, like you realized how strong you are as a person, like. Yeah, yeah, definitely, because I feel like, um, it used to hold me back from a lot. Yeah. But because I like push it away I'm like no you're this is stupid like this is just me thinking like um basically it's just stupid like I like it's just like the only the only person holding you back from anything in your life is yourself so like for example um I was getting like really anxious before some of my shifts at my job and like months ago and I like I just basically talked to my boss about it and she was like really understanding and then I ended up um being fine and I just I pushed myself to just go just go just go I don't know why I was getting so anxious but I pushed myself to just go um but another thing just like the only thing you can change is how, like, you react to things and what you're doing with your life. You can't change anything else. Everything else is just, like, how other people react or, you know, 
are towards you or how your job is or whatever you can't really control it and except for yourself so i feel like the like depression and all that has taught me that i need to just be focusing on myself my mental health and bettering it because like as much as i might hate something in my life i can't control that and like if i can't control that thing like where Mm -hmm. i live for example which you can but like if you know financial struggles and all that you really you like can't yeah no. (laughs) then you need to focus on how you feel towards the space or the location and like do what you can do what you can to work with it until you can get out yeah and feel better make the most of your situations and reach out to people most of the time reaching out to either like a counseling center at your school which is something i did and now i'm working with someone there yeah i am seeing and i'm seeing a counselor at uh this place called pride for youth which is you know for lgbt and it's um, free it's it's free it's free and check if you're a college student and even in high school i saw a counselor in my school too that's within your tuition usually you don't even realize it there's somebody who can help you who you can talk to um there are also places you can call um you know your friends i'm sure aren't going to turn their back on you your family members your partner if someone really loves you and cares about you they're not going to turn their back on you like i i'm definitely here for all my friends yeah anybody please if any of you guys are listening and you ever need anything i'm sure you already know this but please do not hesitate like i'm a call away car's a call away like we'll definitely be there for you um and i i'm and sure as much that, as like what? you know i hear a lot about the whole like suicide hotline thing but i know you have experience with calling that and how they're not helpful and i don't i mean that's only your experience but regardless well, like i if have you... a friend i don't want to like drop her name but she worked for like an online suicide chat mm-hmm. she said it was horrible yeah. you're not allowed to say certain things you're not allowed to ask certain questions it's just terrible Um, so if you do have like you know if you're really close with your family or you have really good friends like go to them yeah and don't be afraid of that don't don't not call if you're in an emergency situation definitely call because it's gonna give you it's the possibility to give you this little time to kind of evaluate your situation instead of acting so impulsively it could help yeah but um don't wait until that moment to get help by calling them. Like, try to... If you're having thoughts or if I you're mean, even that's just feeling... that's an extreme, but yeah, yeah. If you're even feeling anxious or depressed about anything, don't hesitate to talk about it. Haste makes waste. <laughs> it's true. It and, does. And, um, you know, there are so many different ways to help yourself and get the help you need from other people I and think the support. Um the biggest thing I've learned from like help like um depression or anxiety or whatever mm-hmm. is um in the past I used to just act yeah. like so impulsively on it and like you really have to slow down and mm-hmm. just take a breath like take a few breaths yeah take a few breaths cause you'll go to like zero to a hundred sometimes I mean I know I have yeah. and I have to get like I'll, like, want to punch, like, a wall. Yeah. But I gotta chill. And then once I chill, I'm, like, back to my senses. And 
I feel like that's just like with a lot of people they get to that point where they're like I'm just gonna be impulsive so it's good mm-hmm. for them to have that line to call yeah so that they can have those like you just said like the few like minutes to like stop brace yourself and be like dude what's going on with me right now um and i really want to mention this again i know we've talked about it this whole time pretty much with this acknowledging um for me and i'm sure it would work for pretty much anyone dealing with at least depression and anxiety it's so important to be like okay i feel this I've felt it before and I got through it. Why is this why is this happening? And like not bashing on yourself or being like you really oh, god to, like why you have to talk why with am yourself. I like this? Like It's like what I was saying earlier, you got to be like what's why is this what's triggering this feeling? Yeah. of me feeling so upset. Like why am I unhappy in my life? Why am I unhappy like, with this please, job? Like please be gentle with yourself. Like you're not you're it's your brain and your body telling you it's communicating with you. Like it something's is, yeah. going on and instead of pushing it away and drinking your life away or doing drugs or hooking up with someone or, or binging or starving yourself or self-harming, be nice to yourself and ask yourself why am I feeling like this? How can I fix it? And if it's not going to be, like, an immediate fix, at Which least... Which it won't be, but... Most of the time, no. Like, you can't really, like... If you're anxious about school or if you're anxious about your living situation or depressed about it, like, yeah, you can't find something, like, you know, a, a perfect little, like... Uh, I'm trying to think, but you're distracting me. <laughs> um, reading something. It's really hard to, like, find a perfect solution right away, but you can take a step to fix it. Like, even if that means taking a bath and relaxing or meeting with a friend to take yourself out of it and talking about it, um, just acknowledge it and be more gentle with yourself because nine times out of ten, something's going on. Don't just be gentle with yourself, though. Be aware of how you're reacting to other people. Because I feel like, I feel like, no, I know that people take what they're feeling out on other people. Mm. Again, I'm guilty of that. Yeah. Um, but I, as I try to be as aware as I can be because I don't like, like someone will be having a bad day and then they'll come up to me at my job and they'll like take it out on me. And it's like, all right. I'm not the reason you're having a miserable life right now or, like, you're feeling depressed or whatever's going on in your life. Like, that's not my fault. Yeah. So, check yourself, basically. Like, Yeah, that's not be, what I mean by being gentle. I'm, I don't mean, no, like, no, no, I'm let saying yourself be, gen- be an no, 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 I'm saying be gentle with yourself but also be aware of how you're talking to other people. Yeah. Because if you're, like, if you're, like, holding all this stuff in... And then you take it out on someone else instead of, like, acknowledging, like, hey, I gotta sit down with myself and, like, instead of, like, don't be like, oh, you're such a piece of crap, like, for feeling this way. And also don't take it out on other people. Sit down with yourself. Figure out why am I feeling this way? How can I make it better? How can I feel better? And then you know what? Being really nice and gentle to another person is going to help you feel better, too, as a human being. Yeah. Because when you see that person roll their eyes at you and you're like, wow, that person just reinforced what I just told myself, that I'm a piece of shit. That doesn't feel good. 
But if you're like, oh, you know, I'm going through shit and I'm going to make sure that I don't pass this along to somebody else because they might be going through the same thing. Yeah, and you never know what someone else is going no, through. No, you don't. And you don't want to be adding to their stress and their depression and whatever is bothering them. So We're all going to slip up. Like, I've definitely still, like, been moody and well, then I'll take it out on you. But we're not perfect, but... Just try to be as as aware as you can be. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe if someone is acting out on you, instead of... Acting back? Show some love. Yeah. And be like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you need a hug? Because you seem like you need a hug. Um, but yeah, let's just all be nice to each other and ourselves. And we're going to wrap it up because it's gone over the time that we <laughs> yeah. we try to... I was like, I said earlier, I was like, this is going to be a short one, I feel like. No, it's the longest one, but it's important. It's the most important one. So, yeah. Um, so, well, I mean, I like the nineties, two thousands. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's it for today. That's it for tonight. Um, I hope you guys really listen to this and take it in and um, feel. And we made sense. I hope we made sense. I think we did, but yeah. Um, we love everybody, even if we don't know you. We love you. Do I? Car, are you taking it out on them? No. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys in the... We're not going to see you guys. We'll talk to you guys in the next one. Good night. See ya. Good morning, whenever you're listening to this. Bye. <laughs>